When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Good morning. It's game day morning, Cowboy Nation. Keyshawn Johnson sitting across from me just said he's about to turn up the heat on me. I'm already on fire. You can't turn the heat up on me. It is time to skip the BS. Time for Undisputed. Time to talk stretch run for the Cowboys with Keyshawn and with Michael Irving. He's back in the studio. We welcome you back. Good morning, gentlemen. Yes. Here we go. Good morning, okay. boys. So since that nightmare in San Francisco, that 42 to 10 thing during which Dak Prescott threw three second half interceptions, the man has been on a sensational career best, hotter and hotter streak. Would would you believe Dak Prescott now has the lowest rate of turnover worthy plays Mm. in the entire National Football League? Mm. This after leading the league in interceptions last season. Would you believe Dak Prescott? Prescott is now in position to make a real run at MVP. Here come the Seahawks tonight, then the Eagles a week from Sunday, then at Bills, at Dolphins, Lions at home, and finally at Commander. So Michael Irvin, as Dak says just before every snap, here we go. Scale of 1 to 10. (laughs) Scale of 1 to 10. How much do you now trust Dak Prescott to keep this up over these final six games? Now, this is interesting, because, you know, honestly, I find it interesting. We, we talked about it after that game, the San Francisco game, and I, and, and I went, I told you I spoke with Dak, and I told you they, they demarked this moment. And, and you asked me, what, what, what did CD text me? I said, they're cooking with grease. Yep. They have been on fire ever since, and they have been cooking with grease. Now, now my confidence is about an eight, and it's always been that. I mean, it's been that before. Uh, uh, the 15 interceptions last year and even after the 15 interceptions last year with the, because I considered last year to be an exception, not the norm. It was an exception, not the norm. Dak, Dak, Dak has taken care of the ball pretty good over his career. Last year, when he had this, 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 this issue and a lot of those interceptions were going off hands and everything, it, people made it such a thing even though he was still carving out a 12-win season, they made it such a thing that now in your mind and in most people's mind, Dak has had a career throwing interceptions like Brett Favre. Folks, that's just not the reality. That's what it does when they just say this so many times a year. It's not the reality. So my faith in Dak and Dak taking care of the football has always been pretty good. Yes, he had that bleep last year. But, but I'm confident now. 
What I'm looking forward to seeing is going down this stretch. What I loved is what I heard, not out of anybody, but 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 Aaron Rodgers. I heard him talk about this the other day. And I'm going to tell you something. I used to watch that from the time that got the job right here in L.A. And I was talking to Jerry in that box. I said, there's our quarterback right there. Look at that guy. Look at this guy with confidence. I, 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 I want to watch Dak now go to that next level. I, I always say I want to see Dak play quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers control everything. Not just his throws. I'm talking about he's watching you sub people in, and if you got 12 people on the field, hut, hut, I'm, I'm getting those five yards. I want that kind of control. And, that, and now I heard Aaron Rodgers himself said that Dak Prescott is playing with some of the utmost control. Dude, I didn't even need Santa to come down my chimney after I heard that. That was my Christmas gift. I, that was it. I told Santa, don't worry about it. Pass right on by this house. I'm good. That's what I needed to hear. Dak is playing at a level that I'm telling you right now, I can't wait to see what happens tonight. We all been talking about it. Oh, let's see what happens when they play against a team with a winning record. Let's see what happens. I've already heard Key Mutter. Oh, they got six wins. I don't want to hear that. Is it a winning record or not? The answer would be in the affirmative. So after this, will you shed your own up and let's move forward? I'm just saying to all of y'all, let's shed your own up. Now, now you want to make people seem like I'm up here talking to myself or something. No, I, I, I heard you mutter it. I heard you mutter it. You mutter it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the original question, Skip? My, I, I lost it was my. A while ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. So I kind of. I think you said it. <laughs> one, one to ten. How much do you now trust Dak going down this stretch run of these right. games? I, I trust Dak. I've always oh. been a Dak supporter. I, always, all the way when I was at the other network, I've always been a guy who jumped on the table for Dak Prescott because I know he can play the position. Much like Michael said, to the degree of those that look at last season in the 15 interceptions or so, they make it seem, and I brought this to everyone's attention earlier this season when we had the conversations about what Dak Prescott was. Count them, slice it right down the middle. Half of them his fault, half of them circumstances that is out of his control. Drop balls, wrong routes, things of that nature. Right. When you look at it, they're not having those issues this year right now. But I also look at, and I, and I hate to do this because it's a, 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 a great time for you Cowboy fans, but also look at the, 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 the type of competition defensively that they're going up against. Just without even looking at the statistical categories uh, from a defensive standpoint, the only solid defense that comes to mind is in week two against the New York Jets. As I look at down the list of opponents that they've beaten, those defenses are not Seattle, they're not, you know, they're not at the level that I want to see Dak Prescott excel in against the stiffer defensive competition. They're playing Seattle, big, long corners that's going to try to get in your face and yep. disrupt the timing. Can C.D. Lamb and Cook, Brandon Cooks, handle those sort of things? We've seen them do some stuff against lesser opponents on the defensive side, which is fine. It's past Skelly, which means it's seven on seven. They're just out there playing pitch and catch. That's okay. Because if you can carry that on the rest of the season, as I said the other night when they took care of business on Thanksgiving, if Dak Prescott plays this way, 
the rest of the way in this somewhat of a gauntlet, starting with Seattle to Philadelphia, moving to Buffalo, moving to a starving Buffalo team that needs a win so bad to stay within playoff contention, the Miami Dolphins, the Detroit team that's probably going to be steaming mad that they're not going to get the respect going into Texas. Can he do that? And if he can do that, then the Cowboys are going to be fine and he's going to be fine. But if something comes up along the way and he starts to, or better yet, the play caller and Mike McCarthy starts to tighten up yep. and do things the way that he's done them in the past, and now we're going to have a different conversation about what the Cowboys are and what Dak Prescott is. But I believe in him. I just want to know, can he take the next step? Okay, that's the question. Can, can, that's the big okay, question. Can he is. take the next step? That's and really it. On your scale of confidence in I, him. I, I would probably say it's an eight. Okay. I would say eight, eight so, and a half. Okay, eight and a half. Michael's going seven. You're going no, eight. No, I, I went eight. I went eight. You went eight. Okay, went eight. okay, eight. Eight, eight and a half. I'm going to reiterate this question because to me, maybe I got my metallic blue colored glasses on today, but to me, the question we are now dealing with is the question of the entire National Football League season because I give you 49ers and I give you Eagles and they're about to play the game of the year oh, I can't wait. at Philadelphia. Oh, I, I can't give wait. you that. But yeah. if Dak Prescott can keep taking it up a level and a level, if, if this is real and not a mirage, the rest of the league is about to be in big trouble. I'm, I'm just – this team is loaded. This team has Super Bowl potential. If the quarterback can play higher and higher levels the way he's been ascending since San Francisco up from the ashes of that game, if he keeps this up as his receivers – rise everywhere across the board. Everybody's sort of coming to the party all of a sudden. If this keeps going, then I believe this team can be a little better than San Francisco. I believe this team is better than Philadelphia. So this is the question. Can Dak continue to ascend? Because he has not done it before. He is in year number eight. His history would tell you it will be more hit than miss I mean, more, I should say more missed than hit down the stretch. He is still two and four in the postseason. His last two games against San Francisco were stinkers. But he did go to Tampa last year and out Brady Brady in the first round of the playoffs. He did. I know they were a sorry football team and Tom was dragging home. I, I got it. But he sent Tom into the sunset with a sensational performance. He threw for 304 touchdowns and no interceptions. But then he goes to San defense. Francisco. Yeah, I know. And San Francisco got his number and they've had his number three straight times. And I am hoping it's hope that Dak gets a third time is the charm chance in the postseason against San Francisco. That's just me. So here's what I say. I'm going to go to a seven on this scale. And remember, this is the, the jersey I threw in the trash after San Francisco. I did that because I'd seen enough because I got to live through Roger Staubach as my quarterback. I got to live through Troy Aikman throwing to this man to my right here as my quarterback. And my standards are Spoiled. They're spoiled high. I, I give you that. And Dak has never been quite able to live up to those standards as a fourth-round draft pick. Okay, so what do I sense now? I've been doing this a long time. Keyshawn and I go back and forth about this. I, I've been studying the game you guys played at the highest level for, for many, many years. And all of a sudden, you develop 
an instinct in the back of your mind. It's almost what I call a God voice. There's just this little voice in the back of your head. And it, it tells you through your eye test, what are you seeing? What are your instincts about this? Something has dramatically changed with Dak Prescott over the last five or six weeks. I am seeing serenity at that position. I'm seeing what Aaron Rodgers mm -hmm. chose to point out. He's in complete command. He's in complete control. He has found a comfort zone in a shock to me with Mike McCarthy calling these plays to the point that I'm saying it's the Dak and Mac attack. There's something very different right now about Dak Prescott. And I do believe he can sustain this through these final six games. But if we then project into the postseason, I, it's hard for me to be completely sold. But for me to go all the way up to a seven, having thrown his jersey into the trash, is significant at this point. So I believe he will play extremely well tonight, extremely well against Philadelphia, and sustain this down the stretch. And I'm giving him a really good shot of winning MVP because the schedule is tough enough to allow him to show you he's the MVP. See, th 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 now you was good. You mm. were good for a while there, Skip, but then you said something that made mm. my ears perk up. Mm. You start talking Burn. about yeah. you start talking mm -hmm. about what Dak has been able to do, and he's playing exceptional. Yes, that is very true. You're not lying about that. But here's where the negative the, 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 the soreness in the brain gets to me is the fact that he's always playing from ahead. Things are mm. easier to be able to do those sort of things. I, in, what, you want to say something? No, no, Aki, I, I, no, I'm, I'm saying I, I, I can give you this. I can and, give you some of this, I may say. And what I, I want to give you some of this. What I want to see <laughs> is what I seen in Justin Fields the other night at the end of a game. What I want to see is what Jalen Hurts was able to do Every against game. the Buffalo no. Bills no, no, no. at now, the end of the now game. Now you have gone too far. What? I, I, can you bring Justin Fields in this No, no, I'm just talking about all, all I'm doing, Michael, is I'm, if you, I'm going somewhere. I can't, I, you can't bring anybody that no, dipped no, down hold, in the barrel hold, one time. I need somebody that lays in the barrel. Will you listen? Now. Okay, come on, give Will me you something. listen? I got to get there. Okay, get there. When I'm talking about Justin Fields, I'm not talking about the course of the game. I'm just talking about things went bad. Then all of a sudden, at the end of that game, that is he true. threw the football on two plays that got him in place to kick the field goal to walk off and win it. That they weren't great throws. No, but they, they were not. No, they, they were not. But guess what happened? Those receivers bailed him they out. They did. Something, and I'm getting there. Something I want to see Dak Prescott and his receivers do. Here's a scenario. I don't care which uh -huh. game it is. 28-24, buck 30 to go one time out on your own 15-yard line. You need to win the game. I need to see that against a Seattle, against a Buffalo, against a Miami. It doesn't have to be all of them. I just want to see it. That's all I want to see. Because if you show me those sort of moments, now you got the Aaron Rodgers of the world. Now you got the Tom Brady of hell. You got Brock Purdy doing it. Mm -hmm. Now you got that. That is all I'm saying. I'm not talking about a inch uh, 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 from scoring a touchdown because your foot stepped out of bounds, you didn't win the game. That's all I'm right. saying. I want to see that so I can take him from an eight and eight and a half to a ten. Yeah, that's, that's the ten. That, that's all I'm saying, There's Michael. The 10. But There's I need the, the help from everybody else because it's not just all on him at the quarterback position. And that's what we rail over. That's what we go off rails at because really, it, you, what you ask 
for uh, Justin Field. Somebody, a receiver made a great play and bailed him out. It can't be a receiver making a great play because this is Dak Prescott. It's going to have to be, as you talked about and everybody just talked about right here, Dak lifting people up, not somebody saving Dak because we were going to point to, that was a bad throw. C.D. Lamb went and made the play. If C.D. Lamb didn't make that kind of a grab, Dad, um, you see what I'm saying? You it's put a it in the it's catch different radius, scales. Michael. I understand that, but it's different scales. It's different scales. That's why when it's Dak Prescott, he has to be above reproach. He has to be above reproach in his play because we're going to point out every little thing and every little mistake. And no matter what, how many of those 15 interceptions bounced off someone else's hands, we never talked about the someone else. We only talk about Dak Prescott because he's the star of the team that wears the star. He's the quarterback, and I understand all of that. Even though, think about it, how, how, how the hyperbole and the propaganda gets in one place. Well, what do we hear? It didn't beat a team winner, 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 winner with the winning record. Is we that a lie? No, yes, it is a lie. What, 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 did, didn't, the Jets, didn't they win a game before we played them? Michael Irvin, like I'm, if I'm just, you don't I'm, stop. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, it, you it's, gonna it's, say it's they won it though, so it's a winning yes, record. They were. Is that not a winning record? One and oh, what do we what else we call that? Is that a but lie? see what I'm saying? See, see what I'm saying though? But it didn't match the propaganda in the hyperbole, in the no. mess that they wanted to throw to everybody. So, so, so everybody just started saying what they heard. They hadn't beat a team with winning record. Oh my God. This is what I'm saying. Michael, they were one and oh, it's the start of the damn season. Come on, man. All I ask by definition. That's all. You, you can go ahead. That's all I'm saying. Skip, I know you're not fit to sit up here and validate 1-0 as a winning record. No, no. It, it was a top-five defense, and we put up 30. Dak in one the best, and oh, not the best defense, the best defense that y'all played against and beaten were the Los Angeles Rams sitting at 16th, mm. okay, in points per game allowed. I thought you loved the Jets' defense. You rave I, about them. I, 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 look. It was the second game of the right. season. But they, they were coming off a high. They had and that's all I'm saying. They Buffalo. beat Buffalo. Yeah. All I'm Buffalo. saying is when they it comes to year, Dallas, and I know more about this than a lot of people, we continue to move the goalposts back. We do. Move the goalposts back. Not we. Yeah, yeah. No, so, but when so, you sitting so, up here, so, when you sitting so, up here trying to so, sell that the 1-0 means that it's above 500, you're really, you're really – Gonna sell that? Like you really getting ready to be a you getting ready to be a used car salesman? It's, it's, it's like you selling. They hadn't beat a team with a winning record. You know I what a winning record is, man. Come on, Michael. Don't do me like this. I can't. I can't go through that. Mm. I can't go through that. A winning record is winning record. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying, Key, is we don't worry about the facts because the story so y'all, gets so, so much. So you getting ready to play? Wanna... You getting ready to play a team tonight with a winning record, right? Correct. Okay. You, you are. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk, let's talk about this. You're already trying to discount them, right. right? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not trying to discount them. What I am going to try to clear y'all brains of so my voice can seep inside your head so you can understand that the Seattle Seahawks have lost three of the last four. Okay, yes. they are not playing good football right oh, now. Oh, now you're Their moving the goalpost back the, again. Here, here comes that goalpost. It's what? moving back. It's, the goalpost. Make sure I don't fall off this thing, and I'm moving back. I hope but you I fall see, because no, you're I not listening. <laughs> They're one and three, Skip, in the last four. Okay. I gave you the offensive statistical numbers in those four games. Mm-hmm. Your defense should pin their ears back and go get Geno Smith. Mm-hmm. You should win by ten. And if you don't, I have questions with that, okay, that's considering fair. what type of team they are today. Not yesterday, but okay. today as you get ready to kick off at 8 o'clock Eastern time. All I right. think it's 8 o'clock Eastern. 
I think it's somewhere in there. 815 or so. That's what I want to know. Okay. Not that we beat a team that was 1-0 with a quarterback that couldn't get out of his own damn way. All right. But the issue at hand right now is if you look hard at Dak's stats, he's actually playing, if you go second level, third level, He's playing the best quarterback in the whole league. But I gave you that. Okay. That's what's happening. I just want to see – am I wrong, Skip, yeah, to want to okay. see it against uh, better you, defenses? You're not wrong because the fourth-level stat that I got to address – this is my favorite one because it's so obscure. But Dak has dropped back 414 times so far this year. 414. He has thrown the football away three times. Only three times has he said, I don't like what I see, I throw it away. Aaron Rodgers, in his heyday in Green Bay, he would go year after year leading the league by far in throwaways. No, throwaways. Right, 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 right. Because he kept right. his interceptions so low. Down. That's what I was thinking he would take right. one look, and if he didn't like it, he'd just dirt right. ball it. Right. Just, just dirt ball it. Just not throw it away. Ball right. He's not even going to try it. There are no tight window throws. I'm just throwing this away. I thought in part because he would protect his own stats. Sometimes you need to try a tight window throw. But the point for you, Keyshawn Johnson, is that Dallas has been destroying the opposition so badly, so completely, that Dak doesn't even need to think about throwing the ball away because people are open. He is finding open receivers more than anybody is finding open receivers. And by the way, if we go back to that Arizona debacle out in the nightmare in the desert, remember, three starting offensive linemen, including two first ballot Hall of Famers, did not play in that game. I'm going to knock on wood. I probably shouldn't even bring it up. Right now, right now, that line is Late. Healthy and it is playing. It, it might be the best offensive line. I know San Francisco is really go, good. Okay, okay, I'm just telling you. This is where I'm you telling get you. yourself in trouble. Pass blocking. Both lines are playing blocking. pretty good. Dak has time to throw and he's in complete command, and that is a dangerous recipe for the rest of the league because it is operating at the highest level. And I think Seattle is going to get a big taste of that tonight, and then I think they can beat Philadelphia because I don't respect Philly's defense as much as you do, Keyshawn. And I hope Dallas is focused on Philly now. We, yeah. we got a lot of people up here talking about you mean Seattle. I mean, I mean Dallas focus, focus on Seattle. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. Even I'm doing it. Even I'm doing it. Because we know because y'all you know no, no, you and Skip been doing it we, all week long, worried we, about the damn Eagles when you got the hot about in front of you. Wrong no, bird. You just sat here, bird. Skip. You just I mean you just said a key and said, let me see you do it. Going down the road. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that thinking well, about going down the road. Tonight. I want you thinking about tonight. It, it, it starts tonight. tonight. If, if you don't think about tonight, that road going to be so bumpy, paved with such valleys, pain. peaks and valleys, nothing but pain there. Yeah. And by, by and right at the hand of this dude that is, that's right over here talking that no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's just take care of tonight. Mm. Take care <laughs> <laughs> but here's what I will say. Hey, don't have 30 people against you. Here's kid. what I will say, what say for a silver lining for you and Skip to try to make y'all smile a little bit. What surface do the Cowboys play on, Michael? Turf. Turf, yeah. You know the Cowboys haven't lost a game on turf since January yeah. 3rd, 2020? Mm. Mm. They've won 29 straight turf games. Mm. They've lost stats. four games on grass. You were doing homework. Yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit, a little bit. They've been rolling turf. on turf, so y'all Magic. play on turf, so y'all be all right. Y'all should just play all y'all games on turf. Because mm. y'all, y'all like undefeated on that stuff. Well, we've only on won. On grass, you lost all your three games this year yep. on grass. Okay, but we've mm. won 13 straight at, at home. Road. 
So yeah, against nobody. Road paid to the Super Bowl. How much in the grass games we got done? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what does San Francisco play on? Grass. Natural. I like the term natural turf. Natural turf. <laughs> natural turf. Okay. You know? We natural. have been talking about 49ers at Eagles. Now we got to do a direct hit because Kyle Shanahan says he cannot understand how his 49ers are favored at Philadelphia. Can you explain it? It's a lot in there. Yeah. A lot in there. Yeah! Here we go! (laughs) Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE Trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is very interesting, maybe very telling. The Eagles are about to become the first 10-1 team with a healthy quarterback to be a home underdog since 1970. Yet Niners coach Kyle Shanahan says he isn't buying it because he doesn't understand it. Shanahan said yesterday, I mean, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't really know how this stuff works. So I I don't really know why. It is random, said Kyle Shanahan. Really? Random? So Keyshawn, you're picking the Eagles this Sunday. Does Kyle Shanahan have a point about the point spread? Well, I think, you know, when he's looking at it, he's not factoring in how they've played lately, I'm sure, and how Philadelphia has played lately. They've had some impressive wins over after having three straight losses to a team. They go into Jacksonville to a team that had won five straight. They annihilate them. They do the same to Seattle, where Eagles struggle, and many people would say, including you, Skip, that Kansas City is supposed to beat them, but six drops helped them win that game. And then you look at the struggles that people think they well, had one against drop, One drop, that, that late drop. Oh, well, yeah, but I'm just saying the drops in general, but the one drop that Valdez Scantling should have had, they win that game potentially. Then you move forward to the Buffalo Bills game, and many people look at that and go, oh, Philadelphia, because Buffalo is this, but Buffalo's a good team. They got a hell of a quarterback. They got a nice receiver. Their defense is missing some things, but it's not a bad football team to take them down to the wire. Now, all of a sudden, you need Jalen Hurts to engineer drive, use his legs, score a touchdown. And you start looking at all that, and I can see where the odds maker are looking and saying, well, here's the last two games of this team. Here's the last two games of this team. This team is better. They are a little more complete on both sides of the ball, especially the defensive side is better than Philadelphia's defense. And they're looking at, they're looking at that. The San Francisco's been able to go on the road and annihilate teams where they've struggled on the road in Philadelphia. It's been coming from behind. I need a last heroic moment to win this game. So I can certainly see it. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. I just think Philadelphia wants to show the world, including two people that sit up here with me, that they're just not chopped liver like y'all believe. Mm. That's why I'm picking them. Okay. Plus, well, I got to pick against y'all anyway. Well, well, first, first, first of all, 
I, Philly they need to show me that they're not shot top level. I, I, I sat up here. That last, is true. Last, you, you have, last weekend, I'm like, oh my God, oh I don't know what's going to take. You to have preaching respect. I'm scared and worried. Both commingling within this body, scared and worried. So, 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 let me just tell you now. First of all, when I see, when I see, when I see this, I say, okay, why? Maybe, maybe these odds makers understand. In this game, it is so hard, so hard coming off an emotional victory like Philly just had. Yep. Emotional victory like that. As a matter of fact, the last two victories, very two high emotional victories like that, to line it back up and get ready to play again and then play a team like they're about to play in the San Francisco 49ers who are really still on the rise up coming out of that slumber they had been in. Remember, they had a 0-3 slumber before they went to this 3-0 rumble that they are on right now. They were hurting and everybody was searching for answers. Then that demarcation was, okay, now we got we got it, we got the big trade, we got Chase Young over here, and now we're ready to go. Okay, we moved Steve Wilkes out of the out of the press box, we got him on the football field, and now we're ready to go. And they have been ready to go. But what this man does know, Kyle Shanahan does know is, he may not know anything about the point spreads, but he knows about you're trying to mess with his player's head. Mm. And that's why he has to say something right now to tell his players, don't bite this bait. Mm. Let's make sure we stay focused yeah, and good. stay scared. Let's play our best game. We've been playing our best football the last three weeks. You know why? We were scared. We were worried after going 0-3. The man, maybe we're not the team that we thought we were. And that's what made you play good. Kyle is doing the right thing here. But now let me tell you something. Y'all heard me last week and I said again. We can stop. This is Philadelphia. This is Jalen Hurts. I, I, I vacillated back and forth on this game. I don't know what to do with it because I know what Jalen Hurts is. He doesn't lose in games like this. Mm. And I'm, that, that's, what, that's, what, that's what hurts me right here because I love him, but I hate him because he's an ego, but he's the best. He's the best. He doesn't lose in games like this. And that's I'm worried about that, Skip. I'm worried about it. I'm worried about it this week. I'm worried about it next week. And I just got to see. I don't mind if San Fran shows me a little shank in the armor because I haven't seen it yet. Okay. That is all very objective from true blue cowboy that you are. The ambassador for the Dallas Cowboys. Hurts in my heart. I know. I, I understand. Michael Irvin, I'm going to ask you to please remember what Jimmy Johnson told you in the first team meeting after you had gone to San Francisco in the NFC championship game after the 92 season, and you had upset Steve Young and Jerry Rice at Candlestick Park. You upset them, and in your first team meeting back in Dallas, as you were getting ready to play the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl, your first Super Bowl in your dynasty, he told you what about that game? Do you remember this? We, 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 he, he just told you you're going to win the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl right? Yeah, he just we, said knew, you're, we knew that was you're, the Super Bowl. You're just going to win the, the Super Bowl, right? The San Francisco 49ers he, were the Super Bowl. He just, we had I, I heard it from a number of you yeah, guys. He we just won. stepped we up won. there and said, we are going to go win the Super yeah. Bowl because he was telling you, you're just better than Buffalo. Right. I can't remember what right. the score was, 52 right. to 52 right. 52 right. 17. If I remember correctly. And Leon Led got stripped and it could have been, okay. All right. 59. All right. But he did say that. He said, we will win the okay. Super Bowl. I believe that Kyle Shanahan, behind closed doors, is telling his team, if not just his staff, 
we're better than they are. We can just let's just go win this game because that's who we are and what we do. We watched them go to Jacksonville when I thought Jacksonville also coming off a bye was a pretty good football team. And it was obliteration. It was annihilation. So to me, this point spread is one big duh, as in Vegas is saying to you, hey, stop. Reality check. No, because Vegas is just trying to cover its own you-know-what here because they're saying there's no way we're going to make Philadelphia three-point favored at home because they get three for home field advantage because the Sharps, as they call the smart betters in Las Vegas, will jump all over the 49ers because it's Mm. clear they're, I'll just give you this, a little better than Philadelphia, even in Philadelphia. The, The stats are screaming at you that the Philly defense is way overrated. It's, yeah. it's 20th now in points allowed. It's third from the bottom in third down conversions allowed by the opposition. So it, it's having a hard time stopping anybody because Philly has been outgained for four straight games, all of which the quarterback figured out how to win after trailing at halftime. Right. Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. That's what I'm seeing. Four straight to, I, I give you that. But even Buffalo went in there at Philadelphia and rolled up 505 yards and lost the game. Even though Hall of Famer Michael Irvin is saying A.J. Brown caught the ball in overtime, took enough steps to have a catch, and got stripped of the football. Am I right? That that would have ended the game right there. And there were four or five other plays that we have shown you that would have ended the game. Las Vegas is saying, wake up, people. The defense isn't good enough to have any hope against this San Francisco onslaught of a juggernaut of an offense that they're going to go in there with Brock Purdy. I think you're saying that. I don't think Vegas is saying that. I think they're saying that because, remember, Brock Purdy got hurt in the first series of the NFC Championship, Mm. the first series. So you you want to talk about motivation? You don't think San Francisco is motivated to say, we got our quarterback back in the saddle now. We're going to go in there and show you what would have, should have happened if he had stayed healthy? That's what I think is going to happen. The problem, though, Skip, is they have a counterpunch to Brock Purdy. I hope. No, there's no hope in Jalen Hurts. There's a counterpunch to that. Along with A.J. Hey, Brown, but, but, along well, with Devontae Smith. Wait a second. Brock Purdy has a defense standing I, I, bodyguard we, for him, we, right? They had a defense last year. They yeah, had a defense okay. last year in the yeah. NFC Championship. Nobody didn't get hurt on the inside no, of that ball. No. Did they? Okay. Tell me something I don't no, know. but you lost Help. your starting quarterback in the first series. You're, hey. you're going to lose on the road. You're just oh, so, so you lose your quarterback in the first series, so that means you're going to lose on the road. When you got a defense that, that's solid and sound, so you lose Stephon Diggs, or not Stephon Diggs, uh, Trayvon Diggs, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, because you go on the road on the defensive side, well, who's the quarterback of the defense, I guess you'll tell me that. So you lose to Arizona. Is that, is that what I'm hearing out of you? No, it's a, that's apples to oranges. Oh, right? oh apples okay. to oranges. But what I will say here is key to all of that is, I would say Philly last year defense, Philly's run defense was pretty good. Yeah. Much better than Philly's run defense is right now. Okay. And now that is where Kyle Shanahan better play today, a play this weekend. He better play on the run game, leaning on the run game against Philly's run defense, and then make try, try to get them playing from behind that way by keeping Jalen Hurts on the sideline. The great Philadelphia Eagles, that great team they have, is, 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 is how do you stop Jalen Hurts? First half, you come in, you did good. 
the, the Buffalo Bills didn't get enough separation when they were do, winning that first half Absolutely. in order to win that football Absolutely. game because Jalen Hurts is going to figure things out. Yes. Him, Jason, Jason Kelsey, yep. they're going to figure your defense out. In that second half, you're going to have hell. But Kyle Shanahan, if he can continue to run the ball and leave that on the sideline, he could slow that down. Buffalo couldn't stop it. Buffalo couldn't stop giving them back the ball because they couldn't continue. They couldn't hold on to a running game that kept them on the sideline. San Francisco will have that. That's the one thing right. that I will say Sam, that, Fran, that they Sam, can go towards that. When we start talking about Jalen Hurts in the offense in Philadelphia, let's not forget that San Francisco is missing their quarterback at the secondary in Ufunga, who is no longer there. And that's, that's a big, That is an all-pro player. That's a huge, that's a huge that is loss. A huge, huge loss. Huge loss, Michael. Right, right, right. That's right. the quarterback of the secondary. Right. That, that's huge. huge. So when you lose that... Especially in a game like this, where you need him as tackling in his coverage. That's all I'm saying. Especially in a game like this. That's all I'm saying. So there's a counter to Brock Purdy and company. Yes, they've gotten better with Chase Young up front. Nick Bosa has... His his hair has been on fire since Chase Young has joined this team. And Chase Young has brought something to the table that Skip didn't think he would bring to the table. He certainly has brought some energy, playmaking ability, disruption, (laughs) all of those sort of things. So I get that. But those receivers on the outside against that secondary can be problematic when Jalen Hurts gets the time. Okay, but what did Debo Samuel call James Bradbury after the NFC Championship game? Yeah, he called him trash. He called him trash and then asked this week, do you want to back off? Nope, I'm standing by it. Because Because he's coming ready to play, though. Debo's coming ready to play. That's what it is. He's coming ready to play. I promise you that. And and, and I'm sure Bradbury and Slay and company will try to counter that as much as they can. Yeah, I think about how much can they counter? How do you stop that? You got to play the game on Sunday to see. And this dude's different, man. This dude's different. He's different. He's different. This dude is different. Debo's so strong, man. I want to see it. Well, like, like, usually with a receiver, you can start that chirping and noise, and, and, and they'll calm down. Or so. You don't even want to start this. The dude's name is Debo. He will take your bite. Just don't start it. I'm just saying. And, he, and he's looking forward to playing. I'm telling you, because he really hadn't had the season he wanted to have. So this kind of a game can put him like, oh, right, I'm back in the place I want to be. Yeah. So I, I saw them messing around with each other, you know, uh, A.B., over there, AB11 from Philadelphia, and in, 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 in 19 problem child. You know, I sort of mess around with each other on Twitter. I love that oh, stuff. Two receivers oh. getting ready to battle. Oh. Hey, hey, AB was saying, I give all people right to just flood, to mess with all of 19 problem. That's with Debo. I, mean, I love that stuff. Those are my boys, both of them, though. Mm. That's going to be a great game. That's another thing. Watch AB come out this game, this, this weekend. Sunday going to be a big game. I'm talking about AB from 11. From Philadelphia, I have a big game. Michael, are you leaning toward picking Philadelphia? I don't know, man. I don't know yet. I, I really I don't know. I'm telling you, tomorrow we'll talk about it. this. I'm gonna go through it again tonight, Skip. This is this is this is a tough one because I saw what I saw last week, and I know what it takes to get there, and I know what it means when that team would not lose last week. That's the kind of bond this team has, and this going up against San Francisco. We're about to see. This is going to be so great. Michael. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Trent Williams, C-Mac, Ayuk, Kittle, Debo. Do I need to go on? Do, well, I, do I need to? Well, that's against the defense that's Ooh. given up the 20th most points. Hey, they're 10 and 1. Can I sit here like a judge and y'all try to convince and me one way or the other? They're 10 and 1. 
And they've actually beat teams that's over 500, mm-hmm. not 1-0. and They've right. actually beat the Miamis and the Buffaloes and the Cowboys of the Kansas City Chiefs of the world. I give you so that. I give you that one. Don't worry about statistical categories when it comes to the mm. defense because what they do is they close when they need to. Mm. You know how you close something? You know, you know, Mike, how you got to close. Yeah, you right there, you got to close it. Mm. And they got a great close, close on offense. The great close, close on offense. I, I think the quarterback is 10 and 1. That's who's 10 and 1. Now the quarterback. Well, that, that's what he does. Yeah, but the defense gives you something. The defense gives you some opportunity. But the, de- but, the, but the quarterback closes them down. That, that's the whole thing. So you got to get to Jalen Hurts. All right, up next. I can't wait for this because these two have been talking about it every break on this show. Belichick to Carolina? Mm. Yeah, we have it Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here we go. It's your turn. (laughs) Hashtag Undisputed Live. First tweet. Playmaker and Skip cooking early this morning. We are on fire. We're going to be on fire tomorrow morning. Yeah, that game tonight. What are y'all cooking? I don't understand. (laughs) What are y'all? You. Uh, You know where. Yeah, okay. Yeah, y'all be real. having y'all try to double and triple team me sometimes, and it does, still doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't work. work. <laughs> well, speaking of that, tweet number two, he said he believes in Dak. Yeah, Aww. I do. You got one. Fan I've, out all, there. I've always one believed fan. in Dak. I'm not the one running around as you say that propaganda and all that. I'm not doing that to him. All right, and tweet number three, playmaker calculating how many more games we have that will be played on grass. Uh, I, was sure I think I messed it. up that statistic, though. All I think right. they might have lost one on turf last year well, to Washington. That's okay, close enough that we understand. I know, like oh, Tampa Bay. Me too, me too, I like don't, that. Don't mess too. it up with facts. Right, right, right. I, right, I, right, I think right, I screwed right. that one up. Why, why you didn't jump on? I think oh, I, they did win a team. It was, they were 1-0. Oh. I see how you jumped on your issue right there. Why didn't you jump on that issue when I came clean and told you that that? I'm just saying, Key, I like that. I, I like the understanding. 1-0, oh, they undefeated. The one. All right, we got to talk Belichick. Y'all, man. Ben Ballin of the Boston Globe has covered the Patriots <laughs> for 10 years, so he's a highly credible source. Now reporting that Panthers owner David Tepper has strong interest in Bill Belichick as his next head coach. Former Carolina quarterback Cam Newton echoes that report saying, knowing what I know, he mean Tepper, is hoping that he can land Bill Belichick. That right there would be a win-win-win-win for David Tepper. Cam, of course, won MVP for the Panthers 2015 while lifting them into the Super Bowl. Then he played for Belichick in New England in 2020. So, Keyshawn, you know Belichick. Can you see Belichick going to Carolina? Here's the problem that I see happening in this situation. You have a meddling owner in David Tepper. Oof. That he is what he is. I mean, you know, five years he's been the owner now or, or so, and 
He's had several head coaches, interim coaches, firing coaches in the middle of the year, uh, uh, picking players. Like, it's just overruling or picking players and right. holding a press conference to defend the pick. It, it, it all, I personally don't see Belichick, even if he gave him the keys and said, I'm going to go and hide and not bother you, I just know that it'll be tough for Bill to want to deal with an owner like that. When you take a job as a head coach, the number one thing, if you ever pay attention to this, and I know you do, Skip, Mm -hmm. I'm just talking to the audience and and those that don't. First thing that the coaches say is when they're looking for jobs is the ownership. Veteran coaches. I'm not talking about a guy who just wants to cash in and and get a check because he's coming from college or he was an assistant. I'm talking about a coach who understands organizationally what it should look like. First thing they say is, I need to see what the owner is all about. Because if the owner is problematic, then that's not a situation that you want to get into. And I don't foresee coming off of Mr. Kraft in, was it, 21 years that he's been there, 22 years that he's been there as a coach? Mr. Kraft doesn't get in the way. I'd have been in Mr. Kraft's box multiple times watching New England games with him. He ain't getting in the way. He's he try- completely out of the way. He's trying to figure out why they did this and how do we do That's all he wants to know mm-hmm. is how do we keep winning like this? He's not trying to go downstairs at halftime and tell the coach what the hell he's supposed to be doing or storm out of the locker room after a game and scream to the lungs the highest he can do <clears throat> and, you know, start to curse. He's just, he's just not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So I don't see where... Bill, if in fact he's ever let go by New England, would land in Carolina because there's going to be other suitors. But one thing I can assure you, whether it's in New England or somewhere else, he will be coaching on a sideline in 2023. I mean, 2024, for sure. I'm 100% of that. He's going to be coaching somewhere. There'll be other opportunities that will come up along the way. Mm. Now you talk about the, the personnel. Does the quarterback fit his style? If you think about Bill, I could go all the way back to Cleveland from seven-footers like Vinny Testaverde all the way to Mac Jones. He want them big. That's just what that's what they like. He, they like big. You notice if, if, on the defensive side of the ball, his linebackers and D-linemen are big. They like big dudes. They don't like smallish guys. So it'll be interesting to see if that was in play, how does he approach that at the quarterback position? Bryce Young. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I, when I look at it, and I always try to get things, and then first thing I say, okay, what's the closest experience I've had to this? You know, so I can have, uh, uh, you know, real connectivity to the situation. And closest I've had was Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson coming in. And yep. I'm not calling Jerry a meddling owner or whatever you want to call him. I like the Jerry's on the practice field. I like, I used to always say to people, why you got a problem with the owner being at practice? Don't you want him there? If you're practicing hard, when you go get your money, you want to talk about <laughs> not just what happened on the game, but you saw me put that work in in practice, write me a check and stop playing. But everybody's not like me. You know what I mean? They don't want the owners around. And when I saw Jimmy and Jerry work this thing, I was like, mm, this is interesting because Jerry likes to be involved and Jimmy wants total, total, let me say this one more time, total control over everything, over everything. Jimmy and Bill are just alike. Bill spends a couple of weeks with Jimmy every year yeah. down in Key West. 
picking up all the little gems that Jimmy drops on the ground or how he went about things so Bill can implement them in his process. And Bill has been doing that for a long time, so I know. I know what Bill has, let me tell you right now, will be great for a team that's building. Jimmy, what Jimmy had was great for us because we were building. You got a young team that really doesn't even have that great of an, they don't have an identity, don't have who they are, and they want to know we got somebody that's been there before. We can listen to him. Now, the problem comes in is these guys are young guys now. Bill is not the most loquacious. That means he's not going to talk to you. And he's not the most comforting kind of dude. And these kinds of guys, dudes, they, they seem like they need some of that. And, and, and nowadays, you know, Bill's not that guy. So do you bring in, and Key, you brought this up. You talked about if it's not Bill Belichick, maybe Bill O'Brien. I thought, nah, Bill O'Brien don't carry enough clout to pick up this team out of that place. Did a great job in Houston. Did a great job. He just kept them in the playoffs. Didn't go, to, didn't go far in the playoffs, but kept them in the playoffs. They were in there almost every year in his job, so he could do a good job. Then I thought, what about the combination thereof? Because you need a Bill Belichick to set the discipline, but Bill O'Brien worked with Bryce Young. You, yeah. you, you brought, you brought Bill. So I say, oh, that, 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 that may have something. That may have something, but I don't want to see Bill O'Brien putting Bryce Young in that offense that I see in, 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 in New England. I want you to give... Uh, some kind of amalgamized offense where well, you can use some of that but come up with something that's special for him mm. and, and implement that so he can feel like, hey, this is the ownership of that offense. Then I think you have a chance at making it work. Now, now, why work with Jimmy and Jerry, Skip and Key, is because they were both rookies coming in. You know, so Jerry wanted to mess around and Jimmy wanted total control, but they were rookies and they were both learning on the run as they go. Belichick is setting his ways. Tepper, yeah. he's got two, I don't know how many billions of dollars. He's setting his ways. Exactly. Bill Belichick will want all kinds, and he will put it in a contract where he gets all kinds of powers so he doesn't mess with or worry about the Tepper situation coming to mess with him. But I can see it working as a combination. By the way, quick point of order. Jerry Jones did start for a national championship team at yes. Arkansas at yeah. offensive guard. He did do that, so yeah. he did play college football yeah. at a high right. level. And, 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 and David and Tepper that, did not. Right, and, okay. and to that, though, for, for coaches, it's so funny. It, it's, they, they know you may know things. It's just they, they, they're the control freaks. Sure. They're just total control freaks. No, they want total you know control what, over I, everything. I, 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 see, I don't in, – in that. Whenever I talk about the people that I've been around, whether it's Sean Payton or Bill Belichick or Bill Parcells or Todd Hayden, any of that, any of that tree, because it's a tree, right? <laughs> and everybody's tentacles to the tree and leaves and the whole deal. Everybody's on there. They just operate differently. It's not control. It's more about I don't want people messing things up. That, that, it's not control. It, it's just not. It's I don't want people messing things up because if I... If you're not with us, you're against us. And if all of a sudden what I'm doing gets out, now that's going to hurt our team. If I'm in the draft war room and Skip Bayless is talking to somebody somewhere else and I say, well, hey, I'm getting ready to dra – I think we're going to draft him. And then you're going to tell your little buddy at another team who we get ready. Information. Now, you got to control the information. Exactly. You just got to keep it all in. And I think Bill Belichick gets a – a raw deal because of the personality 
Okay, it starts with the media. He doesn't deal with the media. So people automatically assume he's stuck in this old 1970 coaching way. He doesn't smile. But that's not true. It's so far from the truth. He is strict, as he should be. But, but you're taking and so control. are all good coaches. Right, but you're taking control in the wrong way. I'm talking about he's trying to control the narrative. So what you're saying, we're saying the same thing. So it doesn't mess with his team. Absolutely. So that, that's what he's saying. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to make sure everything and all they're thinking about yes. is the team. Stay in the building. Right. Okay, so my first thought when I heard this, because I do still believe in Bryce Young. I believe in him as, as a young man and as a quarterback. I would not wish Bill Belichick on any young quarterback because we saw, as you just pointed out, what happened to Mac Jones. Bill, even if he brought Bill O'Brien to be the buffer, Bill coaches the quarterback position, Bill Belichick, just as hard as he coaches defensive end or linebacker or safety. He just coaches it the same way. And that's He's right, hard that's good, right. On young quarterbacks. He's cold bloodedly hard because mm. that's who he is. That's what Bill Parcells was. That even though Bill, to me, has more heart to him than Bill Belichick, I, I believe. You, you saw it up close. Okay. I plead the fifth. Be real with it. And, and you saw it up close, Kip. You saw it with, the, with, 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 with um, Jimmy and Troy early on. Oh. You, you, see, these oh, guys, man. right. I, but North Turner was right. brought in and, and the changed buff that the thing. world. And it, right. it just did. It so if you right. could bring in a North Turner. Or maybe it's Bill O'Brien, but I don't even know about Bill. I think he coaches the quarterback pretty hard. They, they coach the quarterback's hard. Oh, hey, yeah. ooh, that's why I got to laugh. Okay, all right, I, I got it. So I'm I'm not wishing that on Bryce, but I do believe that Mr. Kraft would view this scenario as a very positive potential exit strategy because mm. I believe he would like to get out from under Bill at some point and let Bill start fresh somewhere, change scenery, and let him change scenery and start fresh in New England because it just keeps going farther and farther south, and I don't think it's going to get any better next year. And I'm going to say it again. Bill is now 19 games under 500 in his head coaching career without Tom Brady. That's just – I've said it from the start. I'm going to stand by that. I believe that Bill, to a, to a large degree, was a product of the leadership – in the play, late game playmaking of Tom Brady. Okay, so prove me wrong. Go, go start over somewhere else and rebuild it. Well, the, the cupboard's pretty bare in Carolina right now, so Keyshawn, to your point, would Bill just take one look at it and turn up his nose and say, that's unfixable, that's unwinnable? And he probably doesn't like the smallish little quarterback, and he can't like what's happened so far this year. So, again, would Robert Kraft, because it's going to have to be a trade scenario in right. the end, you, you would have to make a deal where Robert Kraft would agree, because Bill's got one more year left on his deal, he would have to let him unless he go. Just fired. Right. You know, no, that? he's not going to fire him. No, I'm saying oh, unless he just fires, fires him. him. I'm, right, I'm, right, but right. You would, it would be a much cleaner exit right. for Fourth. all involved. If, if oh, Bill wants to go to Carolina, we, we want to wish him well. We want to get him there. So right. give us a Carolina gave up a lot of picks. I just, right. I just, so I'm, take, I'll I, take I just the right picks, yeah, Skip. That, yeah. that, that's why it's got to be Having, something thought just, of. Just yeah. knowing Bill, and I haven't talked to him about this at all, but just knowing him and, and kind of, when I say this, I just, they all think the same, man. They're not going to go deal with no meddling no. Owners, they just yeah. they, they, they're not. They they don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Having an owner come down but, and tell them what right. they should right. be doing, but, but, no but, matter but Keith, what. But Keith, early on, and when they were younger coaches, they they they, they pulled that control. 
Bill Parcells later on gave in to Jerry Jones. For a little oh, while. Oh, and he left. Yeah, and he left. And and he left. Th- th- I know. You I think know. A, I know. But, 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 he but, left. But he capitulated and gave for in for a minute. And Until and, Terrell Owens. And, and, and everybody will think, and, and Bill is too, you know, he'll look at the opportunities and, and, and see. Man, I, Michael, I'm telling you that Parcells and Jerry situation, I watched right. Bill yeah, I scream know. and curse Jerry out of the locker room. I, I would, okay? I, he I wasn't having it. He just, they're, they're not like, they, they don't want to deal. a lot of it. They don't want to deal with that. I don't I know why, but they just don't want to deal with okay. it. Okay. And even if Bill would sign an ironclad contract that would prohibit any meddling by David Tepper, I, I, trust I, me, David Tepper is still going to still meddle. It, it's it, right. Exactly. Right. You yeah. can't fire the owner. No. You can't get rid of the owner. No. There is no such thing. So it, it, and they like got there coaches, doing it. Coaches like this. And the coaches know that. They know all of them guys. All of them somewhat Man, them, to a degree. Them, them, them Jimmys, them Jimmys, them Dick Vermeils, all them type of dudes, them yeah. Bill Belichick's and Parcells's right. and Sean Payton's, they don't want to talk to the owner <laughs> about do. football. They just don't. They don't want to talk too much. But if we flip this and look at it from Tepper's perspective, Bill Belichick would give him credibility because he's gone through one coach after another. It would help him for the next three years to say, I got Bill Belichick. But there's going to be opportunities, I think, that are probably a little bit better for Belichick where he is in his coaching career than the Carolina Panthers. Say, Carolina Panthers to me is one of those, you young, or you a first-time head coach, or you super old and you want to golf. That's what Carolina's is. Well, and, and those are elements. You got it. It depends on the elements. Not just the team, not just the players on the team, but the ownership too. And the opportunity. Right here, Carolina gives Bill an opportunity to do his thing. Like when you start to take that Patriot way to places like the Raiders and his all of the other dudes. I understand that. I understand that. But but, but it's, it comes with Bill. It comes with Bill. And, and those other places, they receive it differently. Yes. Carolina doesn't have that long, embedded, ingrained thing that they'll say, we, we, we'll turn this way. And Bill has all the clout that they will follow that. I, I, I think it will. I think it could work. Really? I think it could work. Absolutely. <laughs> at, least for, at least to get them out and get them back hey, into Michael. a life. Get them back, like, like, like old Tech Shram used to say. At least make them return to the living. Because well, right now. You know when he used that line. I know. When, I when they drafted you, he said, I we do. just returned to the living. Well, people were questioning when, when they took how Michael would they the draft round. a guy with this big old gold chain and earrings I in I still question that to this day. I'm still, just like right them. That's exactly what Tech said. He said, this dude will return us to the living that is correct. fast. That is that's what he said. Michael, I still question that to this day, though. <laughs> Why would they take this guy? He's problematic. Right, right. right. They, oh, yeah, they did wait, that with you, too, wait, you know. He's in the Hall of Fame. You get that, too. We get that. Isn't that funny, man? Why? He should just make him a punter. Okay. So, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, they do play tonight, Thursday night. They're eight-and-a-half-point favorites at home. (sighs) Will they cover that spread? It's okay to talk Cowboys all day today because they got the game tonight. So, I want to hear none of that about we talk Cowboys too much. This is the time to talk. Come on back and let's talk some Cowboys. Come on back and let's talk some more Cowboys. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Tonight is the night. Tonight, the Dallas Cowboys are eight and a half point favorites over the visiting Seahawks. I'm picking the Cowboys. Michael is picking the Cowboys. I I think Keyshawn is picking the Cowboys, though. He's ridden the fence this week about the Cowboys the way he rides private jets. (laughs) So the question is, do the Cowboys cover that spread by winning by more than eight and a half points, Keyshawn? Yeah, I do. I do, Skip. I think they win 27-17. I I do. I do. Look at the Cowboys, and, and they won 13 straight home games. Yes, you continue to scream yes. at the top of your lungs. 13 you want, straight! You, know, you want all us to see, see it a certain way. But you got to say the average score, it's been 37 to 16 for it's those 13 games. 37, 37 to 16. 16. See, as I, this is the, here we go again. Here as go I again. start to give you the love, you got to throw all the other little icing on top of the cake. It's unnecessary. Because now I got to go. Positive slash negative. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't really have. When you to. are favorite. <laughs> when you really are favorite to. this year. You are eight and one. Mm-hmm. The one loss to the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Now it's double negative because those are minus five hundred teams. And I don't want to hear anything about the Jets being one and zero. Don't do that. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real uh, schedule. I mean, real records. Uh, give me, give me at least. Seven games before we start talking about this. But I do. Uh, you know, Seattle's struggling lately on offense. I talked about this yesterday. When you look at their points per game right now, they're 27th in the league. Yards per game on offense, 26. Sacks allowed, 25th. Third down percentage, 31st. There's only 32 teams. Mm. Okay, so they're at the bottom of the barrel. And they're one and three in the last four. That means they're tied for 22nd in the National Football League. So you should win by double digits. But if you don't, Uh, if you don't, if it takes a walk off field goal or a late engineer drive to win because they can't get the hay and C.D. Lamb is three catches, 35 yards. Are you you serious? If you do. I thought you wanted to see Dak with a late. I do. I'm just saying Mm -hmm. what people going to say about y'all. That's all. They say we won. That's all. No, you just won. A win is a win is a win. I get it. (laughs) But the test is is how you pass the test. Mm. Yes, you pass the test with a B. But you're supposed to score an A because the test was multiple choice and you study for two weeks. It's yeah. very easy. Okay. It's very easy. Oh, at least. At least. But you got a B minus. Okay. Well, you should have an A plus. All right. So you're going to be ridiculed for that. Are you predicting we're going to be a B minus tonight? No, I picked 2717. So that sounds like an A grade to but me. But I, right? no, doesn't it? It's, it uh, come on, man. You're beating a team that's uh, won three, uh, uh, lost, just lost three back. games in the last four. Goalposts are moving. I moved the goal. I'm just telling you. Yeah, right. That's all. In, in 2017, that means you, That's a good game. You know, you're averaging 31 points a game. So I'm going to give you your average because Key is saying you won't even get your average, but this is okay team. I, I, don't, I don't understand what people, you know, it's a lot oh, more. You don't understand what I'm yeah. saying? Well, well there's a I lot more. I can explain again. No, no, no. Let me talk some time. I know you're going to get it. I know you're going to get it because I know what you're going to tell me here. And you already stole some of my glory trying to tell me even after the victory tonight, tomorrow I'm going to say that's going to be nothing because they have all these problems. Let me tell you something. Why I say they won't cover this spread. 
I would, they will not cover the spread. I got them winning this game 31-24. Now, 31 is their average. That's why I give them the average. Oh, they're going to score but, 24 but, but, points but, on your advantage defense. Yes, got it. Yes, 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 yes. And you, you, you know you're coming out of Seattle right now, and they're feeling real good. They say, oh, Geno's feeling better now. A lot better. Geno's feeling a lot better well, in now. In fact, Pete Carroll said night and day better than night last week. Night and day better. Because he so, had a bruised so, so. tricep. Okay? So right, y'all right, scared right, that right, y'all so. might lose. No, no, no. I'm, 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 no, I'm sharing Only the facts. Right, right. We're just sharing the facts. That's, that's what Pete yeah. said. That's so. That's the, Pete said that. So, what is he telling you? Now, let's look at this. And though Dallas has been much better this year, much better. Those big boys, margin, all of them doing much better at stopping the run. Mm-hmm. This has been a problem. This has been an issue. And Seattle is going to bring a physical game because they look, they look bad. They look bad. They lost what three of the last four, like you just mentioned, and, and you saw what Tan Fran just did to him. So now their man will be challenged this Thursday, tonight. And, and they'll answer a bell best they can by putting up 24 points, which is much better than their average. So they'll answer the bell. They, they will not get blown out. And you already told me, even when Dallas wins by five, when Dallas wins by six, you're going to say that's nothing. That's nothing already. So you already moved the goalpost. They'll be the winning team again, again, and we'll still be able to say, well, that was nothing. That's what I'm talking about right there. But I don't think they'll cover Skip. I I, I got him 31-24 right now because all that Seattle's hearing right now, Dak Prescott, the MVP, Dallas Cowboys, best team, and we're garbage, they will show up. Mm, So you're trying to sort of unjinx us before it happens? Well, I'm trying to also – let everybody know, and especially those guys playing, be prepared. Yeah. Hell is on the way because Pete Carroll is going to bring it to you mm-hmm. best he can, as physical as he can. He can't outthrow Dak with Geno. So what do you think he's going to do? Okay. He's going to feed you, feed that rock, and run it right down, the, right down the middle. Okay. I'm glad you ended with Pete Carroll because I wanted to begin with Pete Carroll. The only member of the Seahawks tonight who scares me is Pete Carroll. He is a really good football coach. He is a defensive-minded football coach. He is some Belichick, but with a bigger heart than Bill has. But he's been doing this for a long, long time at a very high level. And I think he believes he's in a real sweet spot tonight on national TV, on Amazon, in Dallas, home of America's team with a team that has lost three out of four and is flying a little under the radar. These are the kind of games Pete Carroll lives for, coaching late in his career, because these are the kind of games you can quietly prepare for and go in and make a big splash on national TV that will be a coaching splash, because if they do pull off an upset tonight, which I do not believe they will, it will be because Pete comes in with the right game plan that limits the, you talked about Keyshawn, they got long, strong corners, they get up in you, they press you. It's gonna be a little tougher for CD to release quickly off the line, we'll see how that goes. And they do try to run it down your throats and control the clock and win the game of keep away. Kenneth Walker is still iffy tonight. I just don't know if he's going to be able to go, but they will try to play keep away and win that game from Dallas. There is no way to me that Geno can outplay Dak Prescott now playing at the highest level, even if he is completely healthy off his bruised tricep of a week ago. And he stunk it up against the 49ers, but so does Dak. I think a lot of quarterbacks stink it up against the 49ers. Niners in that defense, albeit that game was in Seattle. So I think Dallas is considerably better than than Seattle in every way, shape, and form, including quarterback. 
But that coach is a very good coach. So I, I think it could be a reasonably close game going to the fourth quarter, a 20 to 14 sort of game. And then my team, as you know, Michael, it is the most explosive team in the NFL on both sides of the ball. I believe it will explode again in the fourth quarter on Seattle and pull away 32 to 14 and easily cover this spread because that's what we keep doing to everybody. We explode. We did it to Washington. We just exploded in the fourth quarter and all of a sudden a quasi game became a blowout. That's what we do at home where we have won 13 in a row by an average score of 37 to 16. How how are you the most explosive team? We just are because Duran Bland has five pick (laughs) sixes. That's how. That's how. You can't do that at all. It's only an NFL record. I'm not talking about the interception. I'm just talking about you claiming to be the most explosive Offense in the National Football League. No, just the team. I'm throwing in special teams. Yes, everything. A little little Turpin, if you let him loose, he is gone, gone. I don't know how you – I don't know. See, Skip, you be doing so good. But Skip's right in this sense, though, that these guys in Turpin, all those guys, there's still still room. So what you see is not the complete just yet because there's still room. There's still growing. There's still ways to make them better, to make them better. But now let's talk about this game right here. This game right here. This Seattle game, let me tell you something, why it's a worry. I understand what what you're saying, Skip, about about Geno. But I'm going to tell you something. Tyler Lockett. He's a big-time clutch player. Is he? He's a clutch player. Games like this, he's going to make some clutch plays. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you. Matt Kelfer going, he's going to make some big plays. So, so okay. now, Geno coming back, Geno coming back, and, and, and Coach saying he's night or day. He's not just saying that for us to hear his thoughts on Geno. He's saying that for his receivers to know, baby, let's get ready to roll, baby. Yep. We're back now, and we'll, we will be throwing the ball around Thursday night. Dallas has to watch this. You have to do something with Lockett. Key moments of this game – this kid is going to step up and make some plays. You're going to have to do something with him. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't even. I, I, I just. I'm, I'm sitting here puzzled at Skip with the most explosive because I'm thinking in my mind. Well, how, how is it not? Yeah, I think we have because the most that explosive team because offense. that team that beat you by 42. Mm-hmm. Pretty damn explosive. You're picking the Eagles. No, no. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying when yeah. I'm looking at the offense. Yeah. That team in Miami that you got three weeks from now. I, the team Miami is explosive. San explosive. Fran, San Fran is not an up-the-field team that No, but they're explosive. Right when you get the they're football in their hands, team. when you get yeah. the football yeah, in their hands, they're explosive, great, man. Great That's great explosive runs. to me. So when I look at the defensive side and you say y'all explosive, I'm like, come on, man. You ain't even played up against no offenses that really would go to work on you like that. Nobody Other there. than Philadelphia. Keyshawn, you, you got to give it up to Deron Bland. Nobody in the history of this league. Um, we, we he have got six some picks that he ran back with touchdowns. Keyshawn, he's doing we well. got six games to go, and he's already broken the record with it's, five. Okay. Good things happen to him. I'm Did not, you hear what? No, no. Sorry about we're not talking about that he's not doing his job well. That's not what we're talking about. You mentioned one dude. He's when you talk about explosive, 11 from heaven. He is explosive. Okay? Explosive. He's explosive. Mm-hmm. But is he going to be explosive tonight? Yes. And, and then and next week will. against the Eagles. Well, That's what explosive. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Not just looking at some numbers against a bunch of tomato cans and then trying to put those statistical numbers together and saying that they've been outplaying everybody in the National Football League because they're explosive. And that's why Michael got the big grin on his face. <laughs> because you... 
keep trying this, and it's a damn lie. What it is. Explosive? They're wait, not wait, the wait. most explosive Time out. team. Time out. Who I don't has, care what the numbers say. Who has the fastest, most explosive punt returner in all the land? We uh, do. Uh, we uh, do. Uh, we uh, do. I'm, 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 I'm with Skip on this. The only team that you could put up here and say, all right, let's check explosiveness, if that's the word, is Miami. I will only give you Miami battling Dallas on explosiveness. These last few weeks, we've already talked about it, Keith. You can't go grab those words that you already spit on the table back, Dak Prescott, and put them all back in your mouth. You can't throw it back in. I'm not so, 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 right. negative so, so, about so, Dak right, Prescott. Right. I'm so, talking so. about Skip hey. throwing this stuff out hey. there. Keyshawn. Lying to the people. What? I'm not lying to the people. What, what has Brandon Cooks been showing you? He can still fly. Right, up the field. He can fly. I'm, I'm done, man. Okay. Right, you can take this to you know break what? or whatever you got to do because I'm done. <laughs> you know what? You, you are done because we're about to go on a roll. I think we're going to win five of our last six, and you're going to come in and sit in that chair and be done every Monday. You're just going to be done and done and done. I feel for you. I feel sorry for you. I'm, <laughs> I hate this for you. Because I, I don't want to keep battling with nonsense that Skip and you continue to try to convince me other than when I'm watching it with my own eyes. I'm looking at the defenses that you're playing against. I'm looking at the skill I, positions that you're playing against on the offensive to, side of the ball. I'm trying to talk I'm you into at picking them. Seattle. Go ahead and pick them. Just out of spot. I got, I got about another hour yeah. and some change and to some change change. my mind. Okay, we're going to me there. the subject and then, and then, and then. next. We're going to get away yeah, from Dallas lying. and go up to New York because we got to talk about <laughs> why is Aaron Rodgers doing this? That oh. is the question. That's interesting how we see this. Yeah. Yeah. No mercy, no mercy. Aaron Rodgers has actually begun practicing with the Jets. A mere 11 weeks after Achilles' surgery. Reports persist that Aaron is targeting a Christmas Eve return to actually playing in a game at home against Washington, the Jets' final home game. Keyshawn Johnson, can you see this happening? Damn, Skip. Um, I, I could certainly see it happening. Just looking at the video and watching him drop back and plant his foot and push off on it and deliver the football, it looked like nothing ever happened to him. It, it, does it not? I mean, like, it, it, it's like, did, is that the same guy from training camp? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. But here's what I would say. He shouldn't. Why? Why, why are you even thinking about it? That's because you're not going to be in playoff contention, mm -hmm. at least – I see it that way. I could be totally wrong, but I'm probably right. You got the Falcons. No, 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 no. You, are you going to beat them at home? Yeah. Maybe, maybe. You may beat them. Then after Houston. that, you got Houston. You're not beating them. Miami. And then you got Miami. You ain't no. beating them. And then on a short week on Christmas, that's a short week when you're coming back. And then after that, you got the Browns and Miles Garrett and the Thursday. defense on, on a Thursday. Thursday. Yep. Okay, a short week. And then you play New England. By then, you're out. It's, so why? I don't know why he would want to do this. Now, look, I ain't going to call the Jets doctors liars, and I ain't going <laughs> to 
you know, I ain't going to do all that because I don't know. I'm not in the room. I never looked at the well, MRI, wow. the scan, and I'm surely not a doctor. <laughs> but my eyes and knowing people that have had this injury tells me there's no way that could have been a full Achilles tear. It's just no way in 11 weeks you're doing that. I know too many people that have had that injury that still is a slight swelling in it to this day. <laughs> the time, I mean, I don't know, Michael, you had it, right. right? I mean, it's got to, I, I don't know. I just, I'm baffled, I'm puzzled, all the words describe what he's doing. Right. And if he goes out there and plays and there's no reason to play, you're not going to go anywhere, I just don't know why he would do it. Mm. For me, what I see, and, and it says something to me, first of all, let me, let me rest assured everybody, it says, oh, I'm definitely playing next year. I'm definitely oh, next year, yes. I'm definitely, we can stop all the thought, talks, and, and, and I'm playing next year. Now, it also says what we saw in all of this kumbaya love that we saw on Hard Knocks, man, it was real. They're real. And I, th- I think that's a fascinating story because the, what we heard coming out of Green Bay is this dude is pretty self-centered. He only worry about self and only cares about self. Well, this is not a self-centered move. At all, and I shall say that. The man got a cadillion dollars. Don't need any more money. If he wants to walk away, walk away. He's committed, and I like that. He's committed. Now, a couple reasons. I say, why do you play? He said, if the Jets are out of it, as long as the Jets are in it, that, that will have something to say. The Jets won't be in it. They already got seven losses, and you just railed off. Uh, a couple of the teams that they're going to lose to. So they'll lose another two games. We nine losses. You, you, I, I doubt you're getting in the playoffs. You, you, we're, we're nine losses. But, but you're stepping back on the field and being in practice right now. Skip, you know this key. You know it. It removes this whole offseason talking about your injury. Now we can talk about what this team will look like with Aaron Rodgers instead of what the team will look like if Aaron Rodgers come back healthy, you see what I mean? He's going to put all of that aside. So the hype that they dealt with coming into this season is some of the hype that they can carry going into next season. So from that, I, I decided, yes, he is playing. Mm. I, it'll be interesting to see if he steps on the field. So now, I'm not worried about this, this offensive year. line. Where we're, we're about, oh, Aaron Rodgers, you will take the chance to play on the offensive line. Aaron Rodgers is going to help control that offensive line. Not like what you see with the guys that are on the football field right now. Aaron knows who he He's going to throw the ball to before that guy, before the defense can get to him. And he'll play early downs that way until the line gets tired. And then he'll be able to hold on to the ball. I just told you, he controls the whole game. He controls the whole game. So I understand what he's doing. He's signaling to his guys, I'm with you. I know this is a down season. I'm with you. And most importantly, he's staying himself involved. The loneliest place you can be. The loneliest place you can be is injured while your football team is playing. I went through an ACL injury my second year, man. It broke me. I'm telling you, it broke me. Took me two years to come back. I had all kinds of crazy thoughts about all all kinds of crazy thoughts because I I thought I would never play football again. It broke me. A few years later, I see Rod Woodson go through that same injury. Rod Woodson said he did it in week one of the season. He said, I, I want to be back when my team got to the Super Bowl. We played that team in the Super Bowl. Yeah. This dude came out of ACL. As soon as he stepped on the field, I remember getting in the huddle saying, let's run right at him. We're going to throw, let's run a route right at him. Now, 
I wanted Trust, you want to go try to go by him? I said, no, no, no. His gates will be fine. Once he gets going, he'll run right by me. Let's, uh, let's make him use that leg to cut. So I ran a five route. I took him 17, and I pushed the extra, and then come back. And then and, and Rod stepped on and broke that ball up. When he broke the pass up, he pointed to his knee while I was on the ground. Like, right there, my knee held it. I was like, this is amazing. Cam Akers had this injury. I watched him get back on the football field. I said, this is amazing. Now, Aaron Rodgers is a whole nother level. 11 weeks later, I told these guys, I don't know how any other doctor has any business if Aaron Rodgers stepped back on the football field because every doctor should lose every patient to that doctor right there that put Aaron Rodgers back on the football field in 11 weeks. It'll be amazing if he does it. And I understand what he's doing. He's going to remove all questions, and he's telling his teammates, I'm in this fight with you guys. Mm. Michael, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, there is, there's no way Aaron is going to play football this year. This technique that was used on his Achilles is called the bridge technique. It's been out there for four or five years. Hundreds of patients have come right. through with the same technique and not been able to, to come back after 11 weeks because you just can't. I spoke yesterday to a very prominent orthopedic surgeon, not Dr. Elitraj, who did this surgery, but another one who said Aaron is risking catastrophe to even mm. be on the practice field because, Michael, you know mm. this injury the reattached tendon cannot mm. remotely be healed after 11 weeks. Mm. It's still tender. It's still capable of rupturing again at the drop of a hat. At a moment's notice, you are high risk right now even to be moving like that in practice. So why is he doing it? To me, I've said this a thousand times on the show, Aaron Rodgers is the biggest diva playing quarterback I've ever Seen And all of them are divas to some degree because you have to be to play that position. But he takes the cake, man. He wears the diva crown. He he is the biggest attention seeker and narrative creator I've ever been around. He is a master media manipulator. And Michael, to your point. When, when you go through Achilles rehab, it's almost like you, quote, unquote, die because you're out of sight, out of mind for six right. months. Right. Nobody cares about you. He has become the center of NFL attention during rehab because he keeps dropping hints. I'm going to play. I'm going to play. I'm, I'm going to practice. So we saw him out there. He wasn't doing a whole lot, but he was doing a few things, dangerous things at this stage of your rehab because he's Aaron Bleepin Rodgers. He's going to do it to keep his name in the news cycle, and he is he's dominating the news cycle because he is a genius at creating storylines. That's what this is right now. I don't think it's for the Jets. I just think uh, it's for his yeah, own. I don't, I, don't think, I, I don't think that's the I, case, I, I, though, hold, I hold true to one thing here, Skip. I, I hold true to one thing as, as you speak about it. The reality is we learn so much from people like this. There's an old saying that says only those who have risked going too far knows how far we can really go. Now, now okay. we, we Aaron Rodgers right now is risking going too far. Yeah. But does we do, do but do we learn? Oh, that's how far we go. Like we, we have never seen anything like this because nobody's tried it. And Aaron Rodgers is crazy enough to say, I'm going to be the first. He said, it matters to me. I'm going to be the first. So he's never listened to anybody. He's attention seeking. All of those things may be true. But it also may be true. All, all uh, those who uh, risk going too far knows how far we can go. Aaron Rodgers pulls this off and reset everything and tell us all 
We okay, can't okay but it can't be to help the football team because they're going to be, as you point out, they're going to be out of it by but, the but, time but, he plays. But I think right? it does help the football team in a sense moving forward. Right. Do, do, wait, if, I'm, if I'm playing defense for the New York Jets, What's to push me this offseason if I know I'm coming back to play defense for a team that doesn't have a quarterback and I'm going to go through the same thing I went through last year? You see what I mean? It's bigger than just Aaron Rodgers. I don't need Aaron Rodgers on the practice field to know that he's coming back for me next year. I'm watching him working out in the training room with the PT staff. I don't need... But you're seeing the commitment. Yeah, but but I see the commitment in it when he's in the damn whirlpool getting his ankle worked on or whatever the case may be, and he's with the PT staff. I don't need him on the practice field. In terms of what you said, Skip, about it's a a diva move and and basically selfish to get the attention, I don't think that's the case. I really honestly think in his mind he believes that he's going to step on the field before the end of the season, okay, to, to put back on the uniform, whatever, to do whatever little bit, if, if it's a five snaps in the game, right. he wants to do it for himself moving forward. My only thing is, why even bother doing it? Because if something goes wrong, now you set the team back in 2024 because they got to figure out how to get you right again. And then furthermore, I want you to ask your friend, and I'll ask one of mine who's an yeah. orthopedic surgeon, I really want to know, because you know how they say somebody broke something, but it's really just a hairline fracture, really? Yeah. I want to know. You, is you, it, you don't think he tore. You, you, I, right. I, 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 I don't know. But it's it, from all the information that I've gotten from people that have had the injury, they all go back, including Michael. You can't do this in 11 weeks. You just can't. You just can't. No. I mean, you can no, no, no. try. You can you, try, but no, look, this, this, the, the keep, video keep, I'm watching this, this is why does keep, not look you. like a guy that got an Achilles injury right. to the ump degree where he had to have so, a major surgery to get him back on the field for 11 weeks. It just right? does not right. look. The dude's jogging. Like, he's literally jogging. Like, come on. Seriously? So that's why I'm, I'm like, okay, is it? Yes, there's something wrong with his ankle. But is it the tear like we've grown to know? Or is it some sort of maybe a little tissue that they had to, I don't know, wire up and attack no. somewhere? That's, that's what I'm asking. I, I believe he ruptured. And Keyshawn, as you well know, mm. this practice is nothing like what happens at game speed right, in right, a real right. game. No, because you have to plant and push right, and cut. Right. No, and but, but, I'm, but I'm watching him. It is unpredictable. Uh, but I'm watching him in pat and go. Drop back, drop his weight, yes. move his hip, oh, plant and yeah. throw. Mm-hmm. That that's I mean, I'm watching it. So over time it's gonna speed up even faster. He'll take the drops back faster and faster okay. and faster. I, I'm gonna tell you, if by chance I'm gonna knock on wood because I don't even like to speak it out there, but mm. if he by chance mm. re-ruptures, I mean, uh, uh. it is very possibly mm. career ending for him because it gets harder and harder to reattach and get it healed without it being completely out of whack where, where you're, you're wobbly. You, you, you can't, you, you have a hard time walking as well as trying to run. So, I, man, he is high I, risk I hope, right now. I hope they win a game or two and get him back on the field. It'd be exciting for us. That, and that, that, that right there is the determining factor. And Aaron Rodgers has done everything he needed to do. Look at that. I love him doing I love everything he said and everything he's doing. Now, the, it comes down to can the Jets 
sneak out a few of these wins and keep themselves right, keep themselves somewhere near. Right now, they're like the 15th, right now, 15th team in, in, in that conference. They're not getting in the playoffs. But if they can sneak out a win here, Wow. Then we'll start saying, man, Aaron Rodgers coming back for his team. Right now, we just saying, well, you guys are saying Aaron Rodgers coming back for himself. I say he's coming back for his team in this newfound so thing. Michael, that, that you see. are rooting for the Jets and rooting for Aaron. I am rooting. I, I told you, yeah, I love I the story. I, I love the story. I thought I had a, a redemption of a young quarterback in Zach and a redemption of an old quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. And of course, the redemption of the young just not going to happen, but we still got the old quarterback in Aaron Rodgers in that opportunity. And I love the direction he's headed in. I say he's doing it for his teammates. Regardless, when Tom Brady gave back money, what did we say? Tom Brady wasn't really giving back money. Tom Brady was still going to get that money. But we all sat up here and said, look at what, good, what he's doing for his team. Aaron Rodgers now doing some similar stuff, and we won't do it. He gave back money. Now he's showing up on the football field, and we won't say the same thing. We all step on this desk with our own personal things that we spew out of our mouth instead of just holding on the truth. Aaron Rodgers, I appreciate what you're doing. That's all I'm saying. If Tom Brady had done this, oh, oh my God, we'd have had my sister out here praying over Tom Brady being a great man. But Aaron Rodgers don't Amen. get that. Yeah, I'm just saying. Let's, Touch let's, your neighbor. Let's be, bo- let, let's be righteous both ways and all the time is what I'm saying. Okay. That's all I'm talking saying. to somebody. We, we got to cool you down by getting you to talk next about the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. Oh, it's been too long. That's, that, that's the way to come. Micah is campaigning for Dak to be MVP. Mm-hmm. He's making some pretty strong cases. Will Dak win it? Touch your neighbor. Keep coming, Aaron. Keep going, baby. You can change this narrative out here. Just keep moving, buddy. Headline in today's USA Today. Stats show Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott has a shot at winning NFL MVP. Michael Parsons tweeted the other day in defense of Dak saying, y'all on here trying to convince Dak not top three in MVP, make it make sense. Because Micah also tweeted a graphic showing that Dak's stats are across the board better than Mahomes' stats. So right now, in the MVP odds, Jalen Hurts is a slight favorite over Mahomes with Dak and Lamar Jackson tied for third. So Michael Irving, gut feeling right here, right now. Will Dak win MVP? To ask me the alternative, to ask me to tell you about the end of this story is a difficult question. Now, because, because is it possible? Absolutely. But is it something we should be talking about right now? Yeah. Absolutely not. Why not? And we're talking about it right now because others are saying it. These same others that are saying, oh, that is MVP have been saying that the Dallas Cowboys haven't played anybody. So well, now, now how do you got him? said he should be MVP. So how do you have him in right now? Now all of the people out here starting to talk about him an MVP, and all of these same people always talk about he didn't play anybody. Now, I love the fact that all this is coming after Michael Parsons or, or, or originally said, you guys need to back up. Back up off my quarterback. He's one of the best, and he's starting to play, and he's playing like all of that, and now all his attention is coming. But they cannot buy into this right now because this is, this is what I call you're talking with, with, with the double, both sides of your mouth. You can't say, you had not played anybody. 
Boy, he's playing like an MVP. You hadn't played anybody, boy, he's playing like an MVP. You, you can't put him ahead of Jalen Hurts, who has been playing. Uh, Jalen Hurts is beating everybody, and he's in number one in the MVP because ultimately you got to put the wins in there. I'm like Kyle Shanahan with this. Where is this coming from right now? You know what I mean? When you, now you got to go in this gauntlet of games, and all of a sudden, you're in the MVP race. Sailor's wow, right in the front, right. It's what I call the setup for failure. Oh, Dak was playing at MVP level when he was playing against bad competition, and now he got an interception in the last game. Don't buy into none of that, man. Focus on the football field. The same people right here now telling you MVP were telling you you hadn't beat anybody. Just come on, focus on who you have to win right in front right now. Now, is it, if he does that the next three, four games and plays the same way, now we can start talking about MVP around here because we're going to start also talking about Super Bowls around here. Mm. That's where I am with it. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Go ahead, man. You don't, well, you need to go. We need to counter that. Well, I don't, I don't, uh, Are you out of gas? No, yeah, I'm out of gas. Yeah. No, I'm, I I'm, think you, you're defeated. No, I'm not. I just was. I was just giving you some air. Let you go ahead and and and, and vent your frustration or whatever okay. the case may uh, be. Well, I'm going to say that Micah Parsons made a strong point on Twitter. I, I don't like him on there going back and forth with nobody's on Twitter because that's what he was basically doing here. But he did back it up with facts. Because if you look hard at Dak versus Mahomes, Jalen's still a slight favorite. But if you look hard, both teams are eight and three. Wait, Dak's thrown for more yards than Patrick has. Dak has more touchdown passes and fewer interceptions than Patrick has. Wait, Dak's passer rating is considerably higher than Patrick's. Dak's QBR, higher than Patrick's. Dak's completion percentage, 70% career high. Higher than Patrick's at 68.1. Higher, higher, higher. You, you do have to give him some credit that statistically he has at least positioned himself to win MVP because I love it that the gauntlet is coming because I look down the gauntlet right now and I say, could we win that game? Sure, we could win that game. Can we beat Seattle? Sure, we can beat Seattle. Can we beat Philadelphia at home? You better believe we can. Could we go win at Buffalo? Sure. I have my doubts about winning at Miami because they are equally explosive, but are we capable of winning that? Sure we are. Could we be Detroit at home? Sure we could. Could we go to Washington and finish it off by, by going 6-0 and down? Sure we could. If that happens, Dak will be the MVP of this league. So he is in perfect position to do just that. Right now, Jalen should be the front runner because of two numbers, 10 and 1. He is 10 and 1. He has no stats to back that up. No, none of these kind of Dak Mahomes stats to back it up or Tua stats. Jalen doesn't put up numbers. The other day, his QBR was ordinary. It was 54 against a Josh Allen who was 78 in that game that went to overtime. So Josh Allen outplayed Jalen, except, no, he did not in the fourth quarter. The big picture stats said he outplayed. Nope, nope, not when it really counted. When it really matters – all Jalen has done is clutch up and clutch up and clutch up again. So, to me, he is significantly, he, he is front-running with MVP right here, right now. But Dak's got a chance to go head-to-head -head and beat and outplay Jalen. I thought Dak outplayed him in the fourth. I'm going to say it again. Fourth quarter at Philadelphia. Dak threw for 173 yards just in the fourth quarter alone. 
Jalen threw for three yards in the fourth quarter, and we lost. Dak stepped out of bounds. My rookie tight end, Schoonmaker, he, he comes down one inch short of pay dirt, okay? I, that's what happened. Jalen made the plays that he had to make. So all I know is Dak is in perfect position to go win MVP as we speak. No, he is. Right. Yeah. He is, Skip. He's in perfect position. There's no question about it. And I understand what Michael is saying, but the facts are the facts and the reality is the reality. The conversation is right now. The conversation isn't last week. The conversation is at the end of the season. The conversation is right now. The gauntlet. Can he get through that, as I said earlier in the show? If you do that, as I said before when we had this conversation about MVP, if you do these things and all of a sudden that record increases and these statistics say are close, you're going to put yourself right in the middle of the thick of things. There's no question about it. There is no question about it at all. But it is very true as you can sit, sit up here, Michael, and try to stab me in the ribs with your right hand <laughs> talking about, oh, he's, you can't talk it outside of your mouth. You're talking no, to me. Yeah. That's who you're talking to. Well, okay. no, no, everybody's saying Yeah, it. but you're talking to me. So you, I'm you, right here with you. You band leading it. You got the, you got the boom, 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 boom. You know, the, the band leader, but everybody's been saying Michael, it. Michael, it's the truth. You haven't played anybody. You haven't. Yes, I understand. Yeah, how you you win. It's the like NFL. That. I get all of that. But what are we looking at? What is our focus right now is the next four weeks of the Dallas Cowboy break or make season, Michael? That is right. what we're talking about. Right. We're not talking about going on the road and winning three playoff games, Baltimore Ravens-like, and going to the Super Bowl. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about winning the division. We're talking about hosting a playoff game at home. We're talking about being the number one seed at home, NFC Championship, on turf, in Jerry's world. That is where your focus is because anything short of that, right. you're going to be looking for a new head coach, mm. and then that contract is going to be talking about with Dak Prescott, and right. people like Skip Bennett is going to say, no, 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 no. Even though Skip thinks that Dak Prescott is better than Patrick Mahomes right now. No, but I That's what he thinks. But my issue is this. He's playing my issue better. is not the argument. My issue, not the argument, is who's giving the argument. It's who's giving the argument. You can't come up here and give me the argument. Oh, he's playing MVP. You just called everybody that playing junk, ruffians, or, or jazz, I just jazz. I mean, just you, other guys. Nobody, I, no I good team. I literally just yeah. said, Michael, so, so, is so, a gauntlet coming so, up, just right, like Skip right, said, right, right, right. that he has to go through. Right. Well, and he has to show us well, that he can do that right. in order to be the MVP. Correct. This is just the thing. Same thing. Think about this. Same so, thing so with college football. So you're saying what I'm telling him. Don't yeah. listen to none of this. Oh, he's Stay not. focused and yes. do what you're doing. Yeah, you, That's you, all that you, matters. You because him. all it is is superfluous noise through your ear gate. That's all they're talking about. Yeah. They just said you played nobody. Now they want to say you're an MVP. That's what I'm talking about. Let me yeah. tell you something. Skip to this. To this. To this. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, right? Even though he's had a few losses. Our eyes can see. We're not just looking at numbers, guys. We can see our eyes. They, 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 they beat Philadelphia. It wasn't Patrick Mahomes' fault. It was Scantley dropping the pass. That was on you. That was on, that was on the receiver. That game won if you catch that pass. Patrick Mahomes did what he needed to do. Yeah. Now, on the other side, Dak Prescott 
You gotta stay in bounds. We said it in the commercial. You gotta, <laughs> gotta stay in bounds. bounds. You gotta stay in bounds. Yeah. That's on you. That's on you. What we see from Jalen Hurts right now and Patrick Mahomes, those guys make great plays to win games down the stretch right, right now. And we can say it this year, they've done it. So, so, so I'm not going to go and say, yeah, that you got it. And they say you ain't played anybody and you winning games against sorry teams. When these guys are putting their, their teams in a position to win against great teams, and that's that, just why keep he, doing and that's it. Just keep doing it. That, odds are in their and favor. we'll Talk about it in four weeks. Don't listen to okay. nobody right now. All Keep right. your head and down. Final point. Jalen Hurts actually is at a disadvantage with his schedule because if he, as I believe, loses at home to San Francisco and at Dallas, then the rest of his schedule is cupcakes. It's Jags. It's nobodies. So he's not going to be able to remake his case after that. Right? Yeah, he'll put up the he'll put up numbers like the Cowboys offense uh, against those Jags. Okay. Mm. Yeah. You know, you mean those those two teams, the Giants, that y'all put up 80, 80, what did y'all have, 88 points in two games against the Giants? Okay, we haven't talked to NBA all day, and we got to with Rachel Nichols up next, Clippers find championship blueprint in Sacramento. Did they? Are they now championship? Uh, Right when we come up on it. The Clippers obviously took advantage of a Kings team playing back-to-back at home after a draining 24-point comeback to beat rival Golden State. Still, the Clippers flashed their potential last night in Sacramento after their epic home collapse Monday night to a Denver team, of course, playing without Jokic, without Jamal Murray, without Aaron Gordon. Yet last night, James Harden set the tone with 17 first-quarter points. Then Kawhi made eight or nine shots in the second half as the Clippers won, convincingly, 131 to 117. Ty Lue said in his opening remarks to the media, that's what it should look like, guys. Now we've got to duplicate it again and again and again. So good morning to Rachel Nichols. Are you now sold on the Clippers as a championship contender after what you saw last night? No, 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 I am not. Look, you know, Denver is a championship contender. Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, the idea that maybe you throw Phoenix in there if they can get a little bit more healthy consistently. Mm -hmm. I am not throwing the Clippers in there, even if they played like they did last night. No Lakers yet? That being, not yet, not yet. But where I put the Clippers and where I put the Lakers Mm -hmm. right now is in that next tier. If they can continue, if the Clippers can continue, like they did last night, they absolutely have a puncher's chance, which, by the way, is a higher ceiling than they had before the Harden trade. So I am sold on them having a shot, not being a contender in that top group. I am also sold on the fact that this was still the right move for the Clippers. If you look at what they had prior to this Harden trade, they had two aging stars who have shown they could not get over the hump by themselves. Both of those guys had contract outs coming this summer, and they have a $2 billion, with a B, dollar new arena they are moving into. They had to make this kind of move to see what they could do. And so far, they are 5-2 and in their last seven games. They are coming together. James Harden said last night, it's really just about knowing what he said, quote, what the hell I'm doing out there. And he seems like he knew a little bit more of what to do. Ty Lue has been on him to be more aggressive the way he was in that first quarter last night. So... I like the direction they're going. I'm not putting them up in that top group. See, I, I do, though, Rachel, just based on last night, just based on last night, because mm-hmm. they're heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I don't foresee them going back to when they first acquired James Harden and we were all sitting there going, oh, man, five straight losses. Mm-hmm. I don't see that. 
You mentioned five and two in the last seven. Mm -hmm. This is what I tried to tell Skip yesterday with John Sally. Five and two in the last seven. They went out there. James Harden cooked in the first. He cooked in the first he quarter. Did. But then when you look at some of the things that have hurt him in his career, the turnovers, they were down. He only had two. You look at Westbrook, one turnover. Kawhi knocking down shots, playing aggressive. Paul George hitting crucial threes. When Whenever Sacramento got close, all of a sudden, they separated themselves away from him. So when I look at that and I start to see, it wasn't iso ball, iso ball like everybody's been it, screaming. It, it was it, not. They played not a night. certain way last night. And then when it be needed to be iso ball, because my guy is better than yours, even though I've given you the rock, go ahead and do your thing. Now all of a sudden, Kawhi Leonard wrap around, throw it to James Harden at the top. He knocks down the three. Kawhi could have easily shot that ball for a layup, but he decided to just kick it back out. James Harden does his deal. Boom, knocks down the three. If You know how he spins it in it. Boom. If, if they continue down this road this way, they're going to be a tough out. Mm. You got veteran players that know how to play. And it feels like to me Westbrook is settling in in this particular six-man type role. Him and, him and Harden was on the floor together last night an awful lot. I don't know what the minutes were. I just know that they were on the floor together, and it didn't lack any non-basketball type stuff. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good basketball when they were on the floor together. So I'm not ready to say they're not contenders, and I know. Boston, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. Philadelphia that waxed the Lakers the way that they did. Obviously, Denver's in the mix. I get all of that. But you can't tell me you were not encouraged about what the Clippers were able to do last night mm -hmm. against the Kings. So last night, Clippers come into that game having passed the ball the fewest times of anybody in the NBA. Mm -hmm. But last night, I saw ball movement. I saw it from the first quarter on. Yet... I sat back watching James Harden do James Harden things like Harden-Houston things, and I thought, is he becoming the Clippers' AD? Because it's, I, I don't know what to expect from him from night to night. He can be in it or way out of it from night to night, but he was that way in, with Philadelphia in the playoffs last year. He could go 45, he could go 42, and he could just completely disappear. So he appeared last night. I think he smelled blood because it was clear that the Kings were going to have tired legs after their 24-point yes. comeback. And here they went. And he was sensational in the first quarter, also stealing the ball. I don't have my clue. Yeah, he stole yeah. 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 steal it five times. Yeah, five defense. steals. 20, 26 points, okay. six assists, five steals. Five Best steals. outing as a Five Clipper. steals? Are you kidding me? But for this team, for you to be right about what you're saying, Keyshawn, it still comes down to one man and one man only, and it's that man who made eight of nine shots yep. in the second half, and that is Kawhi Leonard, whose knees are the best they've been since his Toronto run to the championship. He works so hard in the offseason. I know he doesn't post about it. He doesn't brag about it. He doesn't say he spends $2 million on his body. He just works his LeBron. tail off. Strays. He works his tail Do you ever see him post anything? I don't think he's even on social media. He doesn't talk. I, no. I, I know a lot of people close to him, and they say nobody works harder that they know of than this man does. And he got his knees, both of them, as right as he could get them. And so far, I'm knocking on wood for him, so good. Because in the second half last night, he was extraordinary because so was De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox scored 25 in the second half, 40 for the game. And every time he made some big shot and the home crowd tried to get back into it, Kawhi said, no, I got this. Boom. 
That mid-range is as deadly as any shot this side of KD, obviously. But, but when Kawhi is right, they are really right. Look, and, Rachel, you first guessed this. James is running the point. He's running the show. He's orchestrating at a very high level. Mm-hmm. And Russ, so far, seems happy enough coming off the bench. He's making happy. Look, he's playing great defense, and this is not a position he's comfortable with. And the defense, as we talk about all the time, it is an 80 percent effort. And the fact that he's putting forth that effort means so much into, you know, trying to glean his mindset. You are 100 percent correct, Skip. Kawhi Leonard is the whole ball of wax, right? So if he's out during a chunk of the playoffs, if he's not healthy, if something's not right with him, this whole discussion is is a moot point. But, however, if James Harden coming in can help them win a few more games, if there is a period, this is the oldest team in the league. If there is a period where one of their other stars is out for a chunk of time, which will happen at some point, James Harden will help get them through those points. The real key for the Clippers to me right now is not how much, how quickly they can get their act together in terms of games like last night's. It's are they going to get uh, too far behind in the Western Conference? Because if in the first round of the playoffs they are a number seven seed and they are playing a number two seed, they could end up again, as I said, Going into this summer with two guys who can opt out of their contracts. Yeah. Harden, by the way, also is going to be a free agent at the end of this season and a $2 billion building that they cannot open with no names on the marquee. I, I can't stand the Clippers at all. Don't like them. I'm an L.A. Laker guy. But if I told you, Rachel and Skip, that James Harden joined this team and when he joined them, they're at five and two in seven games, we wouldn't be looking at it the same way. We would be like, oh, five and two and seven games. Man, he's really helped them. But because they got off to a slow start when he came, there's this negative connotation that's still floating around his arrival with the okay, Clippers. But, but get John, rid of that. But be real get about this. Rid of that. To Skip's point, though, he has only shot over 43% in two uh, of the games okay, since he's in, been at the in, Clippers. He he's shot, it's an adjustment so period. They, exactly. I lost, agree. They lost the fourth quarter to Denver 36 to Doesn't 16. Matter. And he turned it over twice. It's an late. adjustment okay. period. Uh, I agree. Right, it's Clippers just how long now. can they take to adjust? All right. Up next, Micah complains about lack of holding calls. What? Why don't the refs give him any respect? No mercy, no mercy. Once again, your turn. Hashtag Undisputed Live. Here we go. First tweet from Jacobia. When Keyshawn compared Dak to Justin Fields. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that's how I, 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 I took my glasses off yeah. just like that. You're and said, compared okay. him to the yeah, last yeah. damn play for the that. game. Man, that man. agreed with me. Thank you. Hey, These wait. people be li- what? Clean your mm, damn mm. ears. That, That's hey, not man. what I said. Mm. Man, just took his glass off like, man, what do you see? Mm. Hey, maybe my glass is wild. Next tweet is from Jody Daniels, <laughs> Keyshawn and Playmaker, when Michael said, keep the narrative fair on Aaron Rodgers. Whoa. Yes, yeah, sir. That's, That's right. That's we got, we got to keep it right. Yeah. We got to keep it right. Man, man. And finally, Eddie Garza says, Keyshawn, every time the Cowboys and Dak get brought up on the show. But I'm not a player hater. Fell so play hater. I, I, okay, the Cowboys are going to win it all for the next 10 years. Okay. Does that make y'all yeah. feel better? Yeah. Like, come on. All right, speaking of the Cowboys, Micah Parsons on this week's podcast voiced his frustration over not getting numerous obvious holding calls on offensive linemen and backs trying to block him. But he said, I'm not into the flopping business. So, Michael, what do, you, what do you make about what Mike is saying here? First, I'm so happy he's saying something. Because, listen, 
Boy, he's spot on here. I almost said he's dead. You know, the other word young people mm. use. But I almost uh, said, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's spot on, that word I'm going to use. Because when I saw, when I went back and looked at some of this stuff, man, dude, come on, y'all, let's stop. This, this, this worried me. Because I haven't seen, I, I, I didn't spot this up. I'm glad Michael is bringing attention to it because this is the perfect time to bring attention to it as you go down this stretch. Because people are going to say, well, let me see you get some sacks. In these games, to, to, validate, to, to, to validate who you are. And, and, and if you're going to be being held like this, man, all of these are blatant. They, they, these should have been called. There was one time, this, maybe this line right here, Hey, that, that, that's ballroom dancing. This ain't even football anymore. No. This is ballroom dancing. They are hugging and holding them right here. How is the ref missing that? So I'm glad Michael bringing this to attention. I, I, I'm shocked. I, I want the NFL to look into this. How, how, how are they missing these calls right here? These are blatant, blatant holding calls and not being called. That's Thank like, you. He didn't, he didn't get held right there. What, what was... No, no, I don't understand. Oh, that's not holding right here? No, no, no. The one that clipped before that. I don't, that one there, this is a hold for sure. This is a hold. That's a hold <laughs> for sure. But the other one wasn't, this isn't a hold. Keith. This is not a okay. hold. All right. This so what? Not. So four out of five. Yeah, yeah, no, right, no, right, no. Right, it ain't right, no right. four out of five. It was more like two out of five. That's not a hold. How is that a hold? Uh, maybe we just rolling B-roll. I don't know. But anyway... Michael Parsons is... I, I, I don't... I, I see Holden right you there. You saw Holden? On that one? You better clean them you Jeffrey Dahmer glasses, you, boy, because you... <laughs> come on, now. You, 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 you... That was not a Holden. Right, Dude right, just right, stabbed right. him and he went right, 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 right. I, I'm talking about... I, I, I'm talking about... This guy is... Bear no, he did no. get bear hugged yeah, yeah, on one of them. There's okay. no question about it. Okay, but, but that they played his hands that game, to the face and, that didn't get called. And that's, that's just that game. And I'm sure right. over the that, course that means, of the 11 games, right. he's been held or hands to the face multiple times, and it right. has not gotten called. I'm sure. But multiple times over 11 games, yes. not multiple times in the same no, I said, game. I said over 11 games. It was, but we're talking about in the same game. This was one game. We were no, no, but I'm just play. talking about the course of the season. He's complaining about Correct. the calls that Correct. he's not getting, not just in one game, but throughout okay. the course of so the season. So why isn't he getting respect? Right. Here, here's what I'm going to say. He is right. But he's not there yet. He hasn't arrived. He's got, he hasn't arrived. I don't care about the yeast that's been placed on him since y'all drafted him from Penn State. I like that. What piece. I mean by I that, like that is. I like that. I like that. He, has, he is not TJ Watt. Survive. He is not Aaron Donald. He is not Von Miller. Okay? He's not that yet. The moment that he arrives to doing that, and when they go back and they look up, and you mention, people say, well, why don't you get sacks? Why don't you get sacks? When you fight through those holes and all of a sudden the announcers are sitting on television to talk about, I can't believe he beat the double team right. and he got through that hole and look at him crawling and sacking the guy and that starts to mount up like Hassan Reddick or like Nick Bosa or like Miles Garrett and he starts to get that attention mm. because they're so afraid of him because he's a 19-sack guy. He's huh. a 20-sack guy. He's an 18-sack guy on a consistent basis and he becomes a defensive player of the year. People will then look at it, the referees will look at it and go, oh. even if they touch him, they'll go, Skip, oh, that's a flag. Wait, wait a second. So you're saying a hold is not a hold unless you have the uh, reputation right, to get right, it called, right? right, right, right on a right, consistent right, right. basis. Okay. Right. 
That is the truth. Michael okay. Irvin knows this as a push-off artist because he became Michael Irvin. So he can run down and push a dude in front of the referee, and the referee will ask him, where are you going to dinner tonight? And Michael will get a first down sign to keep it going. Okay, but okay? wait a second. When but the I, other dudes couldn't do that. When I told you that referees don't give LeBron enough respect because he's a poor free-throw shooter, you said, oh, that's a big bunch of baloney. Well, well we don't have time idea. to talk about LeBron and basketball. Okay, well, it ain't the same idea. Okay. It it ain't the same idea. Okay, but you're saying refs know reputations and they're of throwing they, flags of, on reputation. Of, of course right? they will give you the benefit of the Thank doubt you. when you're at a consistent yeah. doing your job a certain way. Okay. They will. Tom Brady can turn to the ref back in the day and Aaron Rodgers can turn to him and say, did you just see that? And the dude skips will dude throw the flag. the flag. I agree. Michael's not there yet. That's all I'm okay. saying. All right. He will be there, though. Okay. Well, Michael's not I there. agree with what your point is. That's I think all? Micah hasn't quite earned enough reputation to get steady flags thrown. Yes. But I'm happy that we're talking about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Just in the event that one or two of those referees tonight happen to have their hotel room TV on FS1 right now. And they're starting to think, you know, maybe maybe we haven't been fair with this young man. Maybe. And then in that flashpoint moment, they grab and they throw. Oh, oh, it was a hold. Okay. But uh, I don't think you guys are be being fair line. to Michael Parsons right now. Either no. one of you talking about, well, you guys are saying that he is not in that group right now. I, I totally, totally, I can't even disagree more strongly. Okay. And I'm not even disagreeing because he plays for the Cowboys. I'm disagreeing because He's just putting he, – you see what he's doing right here? Th this is not his primary. He, they, he, he's doing his secondary, and he's up in this group. He didn't start this. He didn't start this, but this is what he's become, and he's up in that group with the T.J. Watt and, 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 all, and the Dick Bosas. So you are doing him a disservice talking about he's not in that group. Right. I believe he is in all that right. group. We got to go because up yeah. next we got to talk about this. LeBron goes – Ice in his veins after making a front-running three at Detroit? <laughs> You're better than that. Uh, okay, so this is what I tweeted last night when late in the first half at Detroit, LeBron made his first three in four tries and went with the ice in his veins celebration. I tweeted, LeBron just did ice water in my veins celebration after hitting a three against the NBA's worst team, Detroit. Loser of 14 straight. Really, King? Keyshawn, did, did I have a point, or was this a cheap shot? That's a cheap shot. A cheap shot? It's, ridiculous. it's a hater cheap shot, and you always doing this. Are you kidding? The Cowboys, man, come on, man. Michael Irvin and you were celebrating when the Cowboys beat the Chargers and get ready to fire their head coach by three points. On top of that, you celebrating a victory against a, a Giants team that you just slaughtered twice, and then you go to the worst team. In the National Football League, as Michael likes to say, in the Carolina Panthers, and you just slap them around, and y'all act like y'all really doing something and celebrating, and this man just knocked down the three in the game, and you have a problem Cowboys. with him. It's about LeBron James. No, it, it is the about the Cowboys. The LeBron <laughs> oh, God, stop. Oh. Uh, All-time leading three score. With the goose, the all-time leading score, man. LeBron's just been – but he's been – you got to get – listen, let me tell you something. I heard you guys talking about uh, being in condition and, and everything. You talk about a guy that gets stays in shape and stays ready to work. That guy right there now. I don't know about this. I don't mind. You know, the only thing I have is earlier in the week, 
that, 40, that, that the big game you had against the 76ers didn't go well right now. So, so I understand Man, that, that tweet from the back pocket. I understand, I understand that. I'm worried about the Sixers I, I, I understand this is that. A game. I understand he that. Knocked down a three in, in the game. Yeah, but you know, he it's shot. the worst. You did, did a you did a first down sign. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. But, but listen, listen. The only way this is something. Um, James. It right. does not matter. But now, does. Oh my God. Detroit he is two and six. He knocked down a clean three. You don't see what Skip is doing to you, dog. You don't see what Skip is doing. Yeah, but I'm here to defend it, though. Bogdanovich didn't play. Doesn't so LeBron matter. is 0 for 3 and he finally matter. makes a 3. Yeah, and, and yeah. Just, he's going to keep it, shooting. It, it put them up 14. You, you he missed, did it again in the third quarter. Put them up 24 and he's going to ice water my face. You miss a majority Save of the shots Save it for somebody who counts. Save it for a real team. Key, you don't see Are what they're doing kidding? to you, Key. Key, they're going to say, you, with the Cowboys, they're clearing nobody. But he's shooting like this against nobody. Y'all you ain't saying that. We are back. I'm just saying. Oh, oh, the Cowboys lose. I hope they lose by us. Wait. Yeah. Here we go.